Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Chris Evans here, and welcome to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Cinch from Virgin Radio. Coming up, national treasure and all-round absolute genius, Richard Curtis dishes the details on London's comic relief Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, plus breaking news about the most special car. Scissor Sisters, or is he a scissor mister? Jake Shears gets us in the groove with his brand new single, Too Much Music, and personal development royalty Bex King unleashes wisdom with his new book, Close to Love. How to attract the right relationships and deepen your connections. So if that's us, kick things off, please, and tell us who is up first. You've got him to thank for all your favourite films and all your favourite charities have him to thank for all their favourite billion pounds. Next week, he's joining forces with the first ever Just for Laughs Festival in London. Is it raining? I hadn't noticed because we all love, actually, Richard Curtis. Very good. What do you think about the intro, Rich? Honestly, that, I don't need to be here. Right that's that's my entire career and everything I care about. Right now, Just for Laughs, it's been going on forever in other parts of the world. I host. I can't believe it. I can't believe I just pinched myself. Did I really? That? Hosted the one in Montreal once for Channel Four. Right. It's new to London. It's amazing. Tell us all about it. It has got the most fantastic lineup. But I think best bit is going to be the bit that I'm doing and that Sue Perkins is doing. I have to say that. So we're doing. You've seen Comic Relief. It's been chaos all the time. The major scoundrel was Jonathan Ross. So me and Jonathan Ross and Joe Brand are discussing everything that's gone wrong on Comet Relief at 4pm on March the 5th. Uh, and then Sue Perkins, a couple of hours later, is having this brilliant discussion with my favourite comedy writer, Jack Rook, um, and Rosie Jones, my favourite comedian. Uh, so I think anybody would be crazy not to say... I mean, Sunday is so boring, you have to go to church, you have to eat food. <laughs> so why not just drop all that stuff, get a sandwich, come to the O2... Um, buy either a ticket just for us or for the whole damn thing. Yeah, just uh, I think for the them. weekend of your life. The just weekend of your life. life. Well, it kicks up on Thursday. I mean, it's brilliant, and it's the fact it's landed fully formed, which is very difficult for a festival to do. Obviously, you know, there's a blueprint, there's a playbook, but it doesn't mean it doesn't need organising. And and look at it. I mean, this this is fan flipping testing. on. What's that? It's Ryan Reynolds. Yes, on he at is. Some point. Thursday, second oh. of March. Adam Buxton, uh, the best He's of bug. Funny. Brad Williams, Louisa Amelian, Catherine oh, Ryan, funny. and friends. Oh, she's funny. Uh, this is all over London. Yeah. You sort of can't move for it, really. Uh, different venues. O2 Blue Room. There's pubs involved. Indica the O2, which is your venue as well. Yeah. Uh, Friday, you got Randy Feltface, Feltopia, Fortuna, Spiegelton. You got the horn section. Now, Alex Horn is not only rehearsing for this. He's on at the Indigo at O2 with his band on Friday. Husband of Rachel, who's with us right now, but also he's training for wrestling. So I looked in our diary and I was wrestling. like, "Why? Why does it say Alex wrestling training on Wednesday afternoon?" Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "Oh yeah, I haven't told you about that." So he's doing Max and Ivan's the wrestling on the Sunday evening, which is which is a show that's won the big award up yeah. in Edinburgh, and uh, they get comedians to wrestle professional wrestlers. And then well, comedians are full of anger. That's the thing. That's and, uh, anger and jokes. Yeah, a heady combination. Jokes, that's the thing. I um, 
I think that if I were you, I would not go to the whole of the festival. We're bringing the children. Die of laughter, <laughs> but um, but just miss one event um, and do the rest. But not that one. That's yeah, not, not that one. Not, I've watched it. I mean, there sure. are some physical shapes there that I haven't seen since Alien. So Friday, also Graham Norton, the Variety Show. So he's yeah. got a Variety Show going on. So it's live. You love the Graham Norton TV show. He's got a Variety Show. Joe Lysett, Phil Wang, Jane Adams, Danny Beard, Sam Ryder, and Catherine Ryan at the O2 Arena. That's at the Arena, everyone. That's oh like sixteen thousand people. But there's loads of them. Uh, check it all out. I mean, it's fantastic. I'm so excited. I'm so glad it's here. You know, um, you know, better late than never. But who cares about that? It's happening now. Just for last London, 2nd to the 5th of March, 2023. Tickets available now at london.hahaha.com. And then there's Comma Relief. And this is a great sort of, it's a red carpet event, if you like. It's the Drawbridge to Comma Relief, 17th of March this year. St. Patrick's Day this year. Yes. Um, how chaotic is it now? How glad are you to be here for a rest? <laughs> Uh, do you know what? This is the exciting bit because, in a funny way, we're doing quite a few sketches that are, um, what are they, you know, hold alls. Yes. So you just have to write to literally everybody you know. Right. So, yes, just this morning I got a text from Ed Sheeran and said, Yeah, I'm in Australia, but I'll do that. Right. And I was on the phone to Jamie Dorn and he said, Oh, yeah, I'll do that. So we're actually trying to squeeze all the people into all the sketches. But we got some fun ones. You know, Tony Robinson's coming out yeah. of retirement as Baldrick um, to tell a bedtime story. And we're doing, we're actually flying to South Africa to film Love Island. Beautiful. Uh, a very funny th- <laughs> uh, thing with a man who shouldn't be wearing um, a Hawaiian shirt uh, doing that. We've got Kylie on that show, Ghost. So I, I think it's going to be very strong, Chris. Just before you go, just yeah. before you go, one question I've always wanted to ask you about Paul Wellington the funeral because yeah. I tell this story and I don't know if it's true. You know no, when you get a story? That, that's like the story of my life. I what is that remember. like? Yeah. You know, you tell this story because you're in the business and people know I know you and people know that I know you and I've been around for a while and we've had yeah. you know, all the way back to the early 90s and all this kind of stuff and I make up this story about Paul Wellington the funeral and they go, they don't even say, well, that must be true. They go, that's amazing. Um, I think I just made it up. Ready for it? Yeah. So four weddings and a funeral cost about two million pounds to make yeah very we lost a lot of money just before it started yeah. okay but then it caught fire so much yes that they pr'd it and the ad budget for it was over 19 million quid or something like that well i don't know about 19 but it would have been more that's absolutely right so loads more than the film cost to loads make more than the they film spent cost. all this money and it, it, yeah. in the end they were gangbusters yeah i remember the director saying once it was finished and we first watched it he said I think it's a pig in a boke. <laughs> I mean, our confidence level was zero. Why, 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 why? Oh, I don't know. I think it was because just Hugh's hair was so bad. Floppy, so faux. Yeah. Hugh's hair was so floppy. Um, I <laughs> you... think that was it. And and also there was that awful bit in the middle when the guy died and it just, just ruined the film, just dragged the whole spirit down. So how come it was a hit then? Don't know. <laughs> What about, Andy was so pretty. When did you come with, uh, with the title for Weddings at the Funeral? Right at the beginning, actually. And as always happens with movie companies, they said this is a dreadful title because only women like weddings and no one likes funerals. So they really pushed me to call it Rolling in the Aisles. <laughs> <laughs> and they've fight. never been seen or heard of fight. since. I know. No, it was very... It was a lucky Rolling moment. in the Aisles? Yeah. You wouldn't Roll be, off. You wouldn't be here today talking about rolling in the aisles. You wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. (laughs) No, No, I'd be writing EastEnders. Great to see you. Happy Thursday. Um, (laughs) Lovely to see you. Congratulations, all you guys. I can't wait for the car to make a million quid. 
The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. All right, get him on the air, Vassas, over to you. He's the multi-award-winning, multi-million record-selling Scissor Sisters frontman who's worn kinky boots on Broadway and a unicorn on ITV. His new single, Too Much Music, is out now. He may not feel like dancing, but he will take your mama <laughs> out all night. So let's have three cheers for Jake Shear. Yeah, all right, Jake. Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks. How Good are morning. you? Fantastic. <laughs> you look amazing. Thank you, thank Thank you, thank you. I, uh, I, you know, my hair might be a little disheveled. I rode my bike down here this morning. So. But your eyes are so bright. They always have been, oh, man. My big eyes. They, yeah. They get really big. They do, but they look, also they're snow white. You look so healthy. Yeah. Are you healthy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I think so. Have you always been healthy? <laughs> uh, I do like to take care of myself. I mean, I like to have a good time. But I'm a Libra, so I need balance in my life. Oh, you tell know me about I mean? that. Tell me about your, your Libra-ness. Uh, I mean, I'm, I love hosting parties. I love beautiful things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I'm constantly striving for balance. All right, as um, you know, uh, the founder of one of my favourite bands of all time, without question, it has to be said, love sisters, love putting you on the radio, uh, love the new single. We'll talk about that in a, a moment or two. You're on tour with Duran Duran. It's all very exciting, isn't very it? Very exciting, Very, very exciting. I, it feels so good, like, uh, just to, to have been working for... Years on on this record and just kind of working up to a, like a, a fun moment like this, Good where I get you. to go on tour with Duran Duran and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. do fun stuff. This summer is going to be a blast. You're straight out of the gate on the show. I love it as well. Um, so as a host on stage, you know, you host gigs. That's what bands do. You host a gig. You give people a party. Yes. Um, there's a trick to hosting, isn't there? Um, there are many tricks to hosting. Do you have a little playbook? I think just making people feel comfortable connecting with people trying to get people to to meet each other even if it's an audience you know at a yeah. concert uh i mean anna used to do something great with scissors it was so awesome that that it, it she would ask people to turn to the person next to them and introduce themselves kind of like church on a sunday morning yeah you know? and uh yeah i just think that kind of thing and then just like give give them a show so um can we just rewind can we do a little origin sister sister story is that okay yes, so, of course so lexington it all began in lexington is that fair as baby daddy began in lexington okay so I was, take us through the chronology of the of uh it. so uh baby daddy and i met actually up in seattle i was going to school up in seattle he was on a road trip and then we both ended up in new york at the same time and we just started making just really silly music uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, just stuff. Well, so the towers fell, right? Yeah. Um, and right after that, there was. I had just gotten out of school. I wasn't going to be getting a job in the in a foreseeable couple of weeks, at least. So he and I just got together and just started making stuff that would make it make us laugh, cheer you up. Yeah. Right. And then it was September twenty first was our first show, the two of us, and I, I was just like, why don't we go out and just like bring some joy to folks yeah, 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 you know yeah. and that was the that was the, the start of it there are a few bands i think that you know over the years glastonbury has been going and woodstock and other amazing festivals Isle of white and around the world that if the festival could have created a band you know then mm. the sisters would be one that glastonbury would curate create cast you know yeah. write a screenplay for it's yeah. almost like do you know what i mean i remember our drum tech on our way in because we had never been to glastonbury he basically sat the band down <laughs> gave us a pep talk and he was like this is yours for the taking like this this could be because he knew yeah he was like this could be um, a big moment for you guys Brit, i i know what he's thinking can you articulate why he thought that do you think i just think because the 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 crowd there is so, so open-hearted 
and you know love a great show and i don't know it was just and we we thrived at festivals yeah why is know? that then do you think because it, because you're quite 60s in a way what you know what i mean you're quite austin powersy in a way there's another game to play on stage at festivals tell and me, it's one me. of my favorite i love this going is... out and playing for a crowd that's not all necessarily there to see you brilliant and that you've got to like figure out how to get the crowd right and fast and what's the secret you know? to that just connecting as as much as you can to the audience like right away uh, the album is going to be out on the 2nd of June uh, you can go and see Jake via various live dates jakeshears.com that's easy jakeshears.com uh, he'll be supporting Duran Duran squaring the circle squaring the Duran Duran circle which is gorgeous and the album's called Last Man Dancing I love that title man when did that that was a good day when it, that arrived in your head yeah no it's, a, it's, it's named after one of the songs on the record and yeah I was just writing one day I'm always trying to take phrases and, and just play with them do, yeah just make a twist last on it dancing, it's very me i mean it's me i'm always the last one going last man dancing if you were the last man dancing and let's hope nobody ever is the last man woman or anything dancing or anyone dancing what would you choose to dance to what would i choose to dance to because it's about last meal don't they last this and that and the other last I would song just be, to dance i would to. just be djing my own i mean i've got i've got my pioneers at home and i just i love djing by myself like on a friday night i'll just <laughs> i love that <laughs> i thought i couldn't love you anymore but i do i'll just play music <laughs> and hang out so whatever's next yeah yeah whatever whatever's the, next whatever the bpm dictates <laughs> the inner bpm Jake, great to see you, man. Yeah, thank we you. We were Likewise. also looking forward to you coming in today. You have not disappointed. Oh, very sweet. Thank All you. Right. Jake Shears is back, back, back. The album on the way. Friday, 2nd of June, Last Man Dancing. Live tickets available at jakeshears.com. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. He's the number one best-selling author and social media superstar who might just be about to sort out your love life. <laughs> His latest book, Closer to Love, is out now. So watch out, everyone, and inform your next of kin as we welcome Vex King. Good morning, Vex. Wow, thank you for that incredible introduction. First of all, stop looking so young. Yeah. It's not fair. He's 35. <laughs> you look like you should I be have, in school, well, mate. That's why I have the facial hair to kind of help. Give me that kind of the maturity. Well, I, I think, don't know. I, I don't know. I think, <laughs> speaking how you only ever turn up at half term. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, no, welcome back, mate. How are you? Thank you. I'm very well. Thank All you. All right. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? We'll talk about the book in a second or two. What else has been going so on? So I've actually been doing a, a little book tour. Um, I'm meeting all my kind of fa uh, followers. Um, I also released a journal recently, released a daily calendar. I've just been trying to spread positivity and put some wisdom out there to try and alleviate some of the suffering that we're experiencing. And it's interesting because we had Jay Shetty on the show a couple of weeks ago, Amazing. who's written a book about love, which yeah, I'm sure you're aware yeah. of. He's he's also annoyingly young looking. He's <laughs> he's in his mid thirties, and we talked about the fact that you're both in your mid thirties, yeah. which is a very interesting place to be, isn't it? It's it's so strange. Like I messaged him the other day, and I was just like, it's so weird that because we both didn't speak about writing books on love at the same time, but then we both announced our books, and it was so strange that we're both at this point where we're trying to spread love and it's just kind of all aligned it may be the world needs more love sure. well the world always you yeah. can never get too much love yeah, i don't i don't yeah. think you can anyway as long as it's genuine love and it's for the right reasons not to make you love the person who's giving it because that's we none of us really need that kind of love <laughs> yeah. but they maybe they need loving more so maybe that's the red flag there that we could help them out with mm -hmm. but also being in your mid-30s because they talk about 
the midlife crisis, you know, and there's been many books written about the midlife crisis. Yeah. The term midlife crisis only came from a, a magazine article in New York in the late 60s. It was made up by this guy on a Saturday morning. And, um, you know, we've all been blighted by it ever since. Yeah. But for me, the mid 30s, you know, you're 35. I think Jay's a bit older, 37, something like that. I, th- I think we're around the same age, actually. Yeah. How are you? Where are you? How do you feel? How much of this uh, writing is for you and your own sort of self-reflection? Yeah, it's, I, I think I'm very content where I am now. Um, initially, when I released the first book, Good Vibes, Good Life, I wanted to help my audience with their most kind of pressing questions. And every single book is... A little bit for the younger Vex, but also for my audience, because there's so many books written on love and relationships. But why are still why are people still confused? Why are the most common questions in my Instagram DMs about love and relationships? So as much as this book kind of serves me because it's me reflecting on the things that I've learned, it's essentially for the people that follow me and the people that want these solutions. Because that's why love stories still work, you know, from Shakespeare to the rom-com we were just talking about before the news uh, to Richard Curtis's new film. He's going to be on the show to talk about it this week because, you know, everything changes in the world but humans. Yeah. Now, we change within our own lifetime. Right. But generation to generation, we don't really, we think we do, um, but we don't. And what's interesting for me, because I'm 56 and you're 35, right. you know, so, I, you know, to me, you're a kid. Yeah. But what's really important about your age is that to kids who are really going through a dilemma at the moment, you talk about social media a lot in your book, right. which is absolutely bang on. You are the elder statesperson and they wouldn't listen to me. Well, I wouldn't have anything to tell oh, them. A lot of people listen to you. No, I know, but but they will listen to you, which is why you and Jay and people of your age are so so important because you're significantly older, and that twenty years between fifteen and thirty-five is a lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're considered millennials, and then we've we're kind of creating that bridge with our wisdom to the Gen Z and potentially the younger generations. Is we've grown up in this social media era where the generations above us might not have so they might not completely understand how people feel growing up in that era yeah and i listened to your um podcast uh last night actually in bed uh, which you haven't done for ages and yeah. you did a pop-up one to do with the book yeah you know and it's brilliant by the way thank you it's, thank it's, you so it's only 20 minutes but it's it's so it's so articulate and poetic thank it's you. fantastic that 20 minutes um and in that, again, you talked about social media. It's banded around so much. Of course it is, even by people who are in the, in the eye of whatever that storm may be. Mm-hmm. But it didn't land for me. It's never landed for me better than you talking about it in your podcast. And I don't know why. It's because mm-hmm. I finally accepted, I think, that it's a different planet. Yeah, there's this people. instant gratification culture that's been created through social media and through companies that, you know, aim to deliver next day. Almost now we want our cravings fulfilled very quickly. And I think that idea now has transferred into our relationships. Instead of putting the hard work, we want everything to be sorted straight away. We want to fall in love straight away. And that shows in the popular dating shows that are on TV. Like it's almost like let's fall in love instantly and everything will be okay. But actually reality doesn't work like that. And I think people confuse the digital world with the real world. Even the likes, it's gratifying, it feels good, but... People wait for lights to light themselves and it doesn't quite work like that yet. Vex, great to see you, man. Thank you so much for having me. Vex's book is another joy. Uh, Close to Love by Vex King and Super Single is going to be out um, the second she's written it. (laughs) (laughs) The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio.
Thank you so much for listening to this, the podcast of the best bits from the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Cinch. And don't forget to subscribe if you never want to miss your weekly roundup of all our best bits. Goodbye for now. 